Hello, everybody. I'm so glad that you could join us for the Sword of the Spirit, part two. And we are talking about the integrity and the enduring power of God's Word. There is nothing more life-giving and vitally important to each of our lives than the Word of God. And Jesus is teaching in Matthew chapter 7 about the enduring power of the Word of God in this parable that we're going to begin reading in chapter 7 of Matthew, verse 24. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine, and again, this is Jesus teaching, so we know that he's speaking about his words. Whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, or obeys them, follows them. He goes on to say, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. Notice he did not say upon a rock. The Word of God is not like the rocks we find in the world or in the earth that are breakable and often fall. This is the unshakable unmovable, eternally enduring rock of the Word of God. Remember, the Word is as eternal and powerful and reliable as God is Himself. He said, the rains descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. Let's consider this as well. Just because perhaps you are one who has decided to build your life upon the Word of God does not mean that you are now exempt from the storms of this world. No, Jesus himself said, in this world, you're going to have trials. You're going to have tribulations. In other words, you are going to encounter life-impacting storms. However, if your life is built upon the rock, the winds blew and beat against that house, but it did not fall because it was established or founded upon the rock. Let's go on with Jesus' teaching in verse 26. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them, he will be like a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. Now, I think it's very important to acknowledge that Jesus said both of these men, the wise man and the foolish men, heard the word. But the wise man, he goes on to say, as he built his house upon the rock, is the one who heard the word and obeyed the word. The foolish man heard the word, but he did not act upon it. He did not follow the word of God. And Jesus said, this is a foolish man who has built his house upon the sand. Now the same storms come. The rain descended, the floods rose up, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell. And then Jesus reiterates, and great was its fall. It was horrible. It was painful. It was a tremendous loss. And all the while, God has given us the opportunity, the choice, that we can decide to build our house or, in full actuality, build our lives 
upon the integrity and the enduring power of God's word, the rock, that no matter the intensity of the storms, no matter the attack of the enemy, it will not fall, not because the, the house in itself is, is infallible, but because the foundation, the rock that it is built upon is indeed infallible. It is eternally enduring. Now, the word says in Psalm number 119, verse 89, your word, O God, is forever established. If we could acknowledge what God means when he says his word is forever, it means that the, the skies will fall before God's word fails. The word of God is forever. No wonder Jesus himself said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not be able to prevail against it. And we know that Jesus is the master builder. He is the chief architect. And if he himself decided the foundation that he's going to build his everlasting church upon is this rock, I believe that we would do very well and be what Jesus calls the wise men to build our lives upon this rock as well. I was raised in Southern California and spent most of my life there. And periodically, when the rains would come and the floods would rise up in Southern California, uh, it happens, of course, in Northern California as well. But where I lived, uh, there would be mudslides and we would hear reports of entire homes and some of these homes everybody uh, they were uh, 5,000 10,000 square feet big there were there were mansions and had you know eight rooms and uh, three car garages and however because they had been built right upon uh, the edge of the coastline some of these houses ended up falling into uh, the water, falling off of the cliff and uh, being completely destroyed. If you can imagine the loss, how many millions of dollars were invested into the building of that house? See, we're, we're not just talking here in Matthew 7 about the decision we make to build our homes, our lives upon the rock or the sand. We're also talking about all of the time, the energy, the investment, the resource that goes into building a life. And so many people invest so very much, but they're building it on sinking sand. And, you know, in these reports that we would get on the news or we would read articles about houses, mansions falling off of the cliff because of these mudslides, a reoccurring statement was made over and over again about the vulnerability about where these houses were built and that over uh, overstated often occurring statement was this they built upon the rock but there was simply too much sand see a lot of times we we think that we're close enough to the rocks but if there is shifting sand all around us or that foundation is not the pure essence and the power and of obedience to the word of God. The, the foolish man, he heard the word. He, he discerned the word as much as the wise men did, but he simply did not 
obey. And therefore, his foundation had enough sand that when the storms came and when the floods rose and the winds beat against that house, that house did not endure the storm because it was not built upon the enduring foundation of God's Word. There's just too much sand. Here's another consideration that I believe is really important to building your life or building a house upon the sure foundation of the Word. And that is this, that when God sent His Word, He wasn't sending just the foundation to build it upon, but He was also sending wisdom, understanding, insight, foresight. He, throughout His Word, teaches us how to have a thriving, fruitful relationship with His very own Spirit who leads us and guides us and warns us and encourages us throughout the building of our lives. What we could say is this, in the Word, yes, Jesus is referring to it as the rock and the foundation, but we must also understand that this Word is the very blueprint that we have to build our house or to build our lives upon the rock. The Word says this to every one of us, where there is no vision, the people perish. Now, I believe that that is a truth that refers to both Christian and unchristian alike. Where there is no vision, the word perish is pariah. We, we give up. We let go. We throw off restraint. One translation says of Proverbs 29:18 that we live as though tomorrow doesn't matter. That's not very wise. That's like abandoning the blueprint in the, in the, in the middle of building the house. No wise builder is going to abandon the plan until the house is complete. Something else about the blueprint is it's, it's the, the bridge between the dream of the creator of this house and bringing it into reality and, and living in that house and enjoying the, the many benefits and blessings of a house that has been built by the wisdom, uh, the understanding, the, the, the presence and the promises of God uh, that are built in and by and on the, the, the living word of God. It's the dream of the vision. It is discerning and learning and following after the dream that God has for your life when He created you and placed you into this world. Remember the word says in John chapter 1 that there was not anything created that is created except by the Word of God. And we know that Jesus is the Word. In Him, or uh, by Him, and for Him, was everything created. That includes you and me. This Word created us. 
This word has a dream and a design for our lives. This word will empower us to follow that dream. This word is the foundation of that dream. That's why uh, Jesus said that we cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God, not only for our sustenance, but for our supply and our resource, all that is necessary in order to build our lives that endure even in the most intense storms and the attacks of the enemy. The reason why you and I can watch strong men and women of God endure tremendous uh, turmoil and opposition is not because God favors them more than He favors us or because they have uh, greater charisma or more resources than we do. No. The reason why they endure and because and the reason why they last beyond the storms is because here in Matthew 7 Jesus describes them as those who have built their lives upon the word of God not only its foundation but the very resource, the wisdom, the understanding, the insight and the foresight all that is necessary to build that home is given to them and they live by it in the Word of God. That blueprint of the Word of God for the building of our lives keeps our hearts and our minds focused on the big picture. That, I believe, is really important when it comes to that vision that if we didn't have, we would just live as though tomorrow doesn't matter. When we go through the mundane, if you will. Living by the Word reminds you in those mundane moments, your life matters, your gifts matter, your words matter, your decisions matter, your relationships matter. Why? Because you are a part of a much bigger plan than mullygrubs and surviving through the hours of a regular routine. When a builder or a contractor is building a house. Can you imagine if that builder decided that he was going to question every nail, every screw, every cut of the saw to where he wanted to know, why do I have to use this screw? Why do I have to use that frame? Rather than taking the blueprint and saying, even though uh, I cannot yet see the full, completed masterwork of the designer who is God, I trust it. I trust that the blueprint is the big picture, and I am here daily doing what is necessary, step by step, oftentimes even seemingly incrementally, or doing those things that may become um, seemingly insignificant, or or just task oriented, but I remember all that I am about and all that I am doing is part of the big plan that God has for the building of my life. I believe that the blueprint keeps us focused on the big picture rather than stressing over all of the small details and the, the, the little tasks that make up our daily lives. Uh, remember, 
that life is not so much about finding that one thing that you were created to do, but rather deciding that everything that you do is for the one creator who has given you life. You have to remember that this is what we're building. We're we're not just building for a month or, or, or for a year or even for a decade. We're building for a lifetime where we desire that, Lord, all that we are, all that we have, all that we do, and importantly, all that we become would be to your honor, to your glory, and to the pleasure of your heart. That others would see my life and desire to know you. Others would see my life and desire to understand where this enduring power comes from. Even when they watch me go through storms or go through attacks of the enemy or situations that are seemingly overwhelming, yet here I remain upon the enduring rock of the Word of God. I believe that when other people see that in your life, it it inspires to want to know more. Even though they may not ask you, they're watching and they're discerning. And I believe that the Spirit of God who is working with you to build your life, He will take those opportunities and use them as seeds in the hearts and the minds of other people that they will be drawn to His plan and dream for their lives as well. We have the opportunity in our generation to build our lives so that our children, our grandchildren, have a legacy of enduring integrity, enduring grace, enduring love, and very importantly, may our children, our grandchildren, and the generations that may come after us that they would see we are building after enduring purpose. My friend, in the daily stress of work, family, global and uh, local cultural stresses and things that are going on in our world, it is really easy to slip into survival mode. But when you are building according to the blueprint that God has provided for your life, you are not a survivalist. You are created in the, in the image and the likeness of God through Jesus Christ to thrive and to bear great fruit that remains and endures as your life is built on the Word, by the Word, through the Word, and to the glory of God. It's not just about framing your house. It's not just about what everybody can see on the outside. You know, there's a lot of people, um, I I hesitate to say it, but there's there's a lot of Christians who know how to look on the outside. They know what to do in the right moment, but they lose the joy of their salvation in private because uh, inside there is tremendous turmoil and there's uh, the, the lack of integrity and dignity, all of those things that the Word is designed to supply on the inside 
inside so that ultimately you're building your life with God from the inside out rather than being so concerned what your house looks like on the outside, but inside it's, it's empty and it's broken. My friend, I'm going to say that kind of life, you are a really close to the sand, if not mixing rock with sand. And there's no guarantee whatsoever that when the rains fall and the floods rise and the winds beat uh, hard against that kind of house, that it will remain because there is just too much sand. I think about it this way. If, if I'm going to invest, and all of us are, whether we ever uh, acknowledge it or cooperate with it or not, all of us are daily building our lives. And it's quite an investment. It takes time. It takes energy. It takes sacrifice. It takes resource. It takes um, hard decision making and, and, and all of that. Why not take all of that resource that we have and follow God so that at least with all of this investment, we are building upon the enduring rock that cannot be shaken. Come what may, you will remain. And on the other side of that storm or attack of the enemy or situation, you will be there as a living testimony that our God is faithful to his word. But let's take a moment and look on the inside. I'm going to read now from Proverbs chapter 24. Uh, I'm going to read from the Amplified Translation where in verse 3 it says this, Through skillful and godly wisdom is a house a life built, and by understanding it is established on a sound and good foundation. And this is really where we find either Jesus is, is echoing the proverb or the proverb is echoing Jesus, either one. It agrees that if we are to be found wise in the eyes of God, and let's be uh, transparent about this, if there's anyone that you want to call you wise, it would be God, the all-wise King. It doesn't really matter if fools call you wise or not. What you want to be sure of is that the voice that matters the most, which is God's, acknowledges this is a wise man or a wise woman. Because in that wisdom that comes in making that choice to build your life on the rock and build your life according to the blueprint of the word, the word here in, in Proverbs 24 says you are going to build a house that is enduring because it is established upon a sound and good foundation. So through skillful and godly wisdom is a house or a life built. But let's look at verse 4. And by knowledge, that's the blueprint. That's the word. Maybe it's the small little details. What screw here? What bolt there? What saw cut here? Uh, whatever all of those different things that the blueprint reveals about the building of your life. Through that knowledge... All of its chambers in every area of life will be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. I believe that it is God's intention that not only does our house, our life look like it 
is intended to look when God created us. The dream that he has for the presentation of our lives to our generation and beyond as open epistles read of all men, as living testimonies of the goodness, the faithfulness, and the power of God. But I also believe that it is just as important to the one who has designed and offered us this blueprint that we are healthy and strong, vibrant and fruitful on the inside of the house. And here in Proverbs 24, 4, it says it is through the knowledge or the revelation of God's word that all of our rooms are filled with precious and pleasant riches. We have all met plenty of people, Christians included, who live in daily turmoil. Their lives are seemingly perpetually Uh, upset and, and disturbed. They live in pain. They live in bitterness or they live broken or they live without the peace, the joy, the, the confidence that God has promised them when they build according to his word and in relationship with his spirit. But this is not God's intention. This is not God's design. I'm convinced that no matter where you live in the world, no matter when you live in the world, no matter what you are facing, if your life is built upon the enduring rock of God's word and you follow the blueprint of his wisdom, his understanding and knowledge for his dream for your life, you will not only endure on the outside, remaining as a testimony to God's goodness and faithfulness, but you will also enjoy life on the inside because he will fill every chamber of your being, your spirit, your soul, your body, your family, everything. He said, I will fill with pleasant and precious riches. I believe that as we take God at his word, we can build a life that is not only enjoyable for us, but it is a, a life that impacts other people for His glory and for His purposes. As we build our lives, we are then empowered to help build others, to encourage, uh, to empower, to, uh, to supply, to be givers, and have that opportunity that He alone affords us as our lives are built upon His Word. I would like to take a moment and pray for us, and let's just open our hearts to instruction, correction, and even direction that the Spirit of God would give us. Father, thank you for including us in your plans and purposes. That, Lord, you decided far before the foundations of the earth that you have a dream and a purpose for each of our lives. So, Father, we're asking you, would you give us wisdom, understanding, and knowledge how to build our lives upon your word through the blueprint of your word so that, Lord, to your honor and to the pleasure of your heart, we may endure and bring great pleasure to your heart and honor to your name. Our next study, we're going to pick up in Isaiah 55, looking deeper into the integrity of God's Word. That it seems as though all of the world 
is shaking, sifting sand. But the Word of God, it remains forever established. I'd like to also invite you to uh, take a look at artevans.com. That is our website that uh, Wendy and I are uh, ever uh, adding to videos and podcasts and such like that. We are asked uh, periodically, how can we help support the ministry uh, of Art Evans in the publishing of God's Word to the nations of the world? You can go there if you would like to, and uh, you will find uh, all, all of the information that you would need if that is your heart's desire, as well as there's videos there, there's blogs there, and uh, connections to podcasts, such like that, where you can get more of the teaching of the Word of God. God bless you, my friend, and I will see you next time.